This is KF4VT. Welcome back. Today we have another message from Brother David Keene, pastor of Clarkson Baptist Church. Thank you a bunch. Here's a question we're asking today is what is your purpose? I want to tell you that's a good question to ask. What is your purpose? We need to know what our purpose is. You know, the sad thing in life is sometimes we make it all the way through life and we just dribble along and go along with life and we don't find out what a real purpose is, but God's wanting to tell us and God has a purpose for each and every one of us. There's no doubt about that. So God does have a purpose for you and he has a purpose for me. And I want to tell you that sometimes our purpose changes. Our purpose as a young person is different than our purpose as we get older, but it's always to serve Him. It's always to love Him, to worship Him, to have a relationship with Him. God has a purpose for you. That's some good news. I want to tell you what's good news is listening to the, the worship team and watching them and watching back and seeing their hearts on their faces and seeing where they're where it's coming through them. And it just reflects and bounces off all of us. And we get to enjoy that. And God wants to tell you what your purpose is today. We need to examine ourselves and look at ourselves today. I want us to, as you, I want you to turn. And we're not going to have the scripture up there because I tell you what. I had a, I had a, a sermon ready. And God wants me to give you this one. Uh, and, and it was changed so uh, we don't have uh, a lot of notes and uh, outlines there. We just got the title up there today. So I want you to kind of follow along with me. If you would turn to First uh, First Peter 2.9. We're going to look at that. We're going to look at a few verses here. But while you're reading there, while you're going there, First Peter 2.9, uh, while you're going there, I want to tell you what purpose is. And you know me, I like to look up in the dictionary just exactly what we're talking about and what the meaning is. It helps me. I hope it helps you too. But purpose is the reason for which something is done or created or the reason why something exists. And that something is us. There's a reason we exist. There's a reason we were created. Because God wants to do something in you, through you, around you, and with you, all around you. He wants to use you in His work. Like to read now, First uh, Peter two nine. It says, "But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, His own people, that you may proclaim the praises of Him who called you out of darkness." into His marvelous light. You've been chosen. A holy priesthood. A servant for Him. You're one that's supposed to do it. You're a holy nation. God has got you something to do. I believe this is a, a verse for you and for me. We've been chosen by God. God has a purpose for all of us. And some of you think, well, I don't know what my purpose is in life. I don't know what it is. It seems like I, I'm not any good. I'm not any. I, I'm too old, too tired, too hurt, too this. But God has a purpose for you. If nothing else, to be an encouragement to me to be here. Uh, God has a purpose for you. We're going to look at some reasons that God has a purpose. It doesn't matter how old you are, how young you go, young you are. God does have a purpose. 
And we need to ask what your purpose is today. I want to look at another scripture here. It's in Ephesians. Ephesians 2.10. I'd like to read that one. Ephesians 2.10 says this. For we are His workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. He's got a plan. He's got a purpose for you. I want to tell you a little story my daddy used to say. My daddy used to tell uh, folks, you know, he would see somebody and it seemed like they were just going through life and uh, it seemed like maybe they've been living a rebellious life. Maybe they're running from God. Maybe they just haven't got a clue. Maybe they're just... And he, he was judgmental and opinionated. I'm glad it didn't fall far from the tree. I'm glad it didn't. But anyway, now he said, you know, I remember him saying, you know, that person right there, they're wasting good air. They're just wasting good air. But you know what? It's not his. It wasn't his idea. It wasn't his ruling. He's not the judge. But you know what God says? You've got a purpose. God says, no matter what my opinion is or what your opinion is, God says, you have a purpose. No matter what you've done, no matter what's been happening to you, no matter about your past, no matter about your present, God has a purpose for you. I think about this, and I think about another story that I think about. It's the story of Tim Tebow. And I think about this guy. I mean, you think, what was God's purpose for him? I mean, look at all how God's used him in a great way. His purpose was not to be a high school trophy winner and to have a great career in college and uh, play a couple of years in the pros. It was not his purpose for that. His purpose was to allow all these things to do so he could be a representative from God, to be an ambassador for God. That was his purpose. What is your purpose? What is your purpose? I believe that some people, even God's people, miss knowing their real purpose in life. They miss some things we may go throughout the life not realizing our real purpose. I want us to look at one that we love so dear and we learn some more from him. If you would turn to Mark, Mark chapter, chapter 1. In Mark chapter 1, I'd like to read verses 35 through 39. It says this, as you get there. It says, Now in the morning, having risen a long time, way a while before daylight, he went out and departed to a solitary place, and there he prayed. And Simon and those who were with him searched for him. When they found him, they, came, they, they said to him, Everyone is looking for you. But he said to them, Let us go into the next towns, that I may preach there also, because for this purpose I have come forth. And he was preaching in their synagogues throughout, the Gal throughout all Galilee and casting out demons. It was Jesus. Jesus knew what his purpose was. If you know John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world, he sent his only son. 
He sent him to do a lot of things. He sent him to do a lot of things. He sent him to teach. He sent him to heal. He sent him to die. He sent him to pay the price. He sent him to be an example. He sent Jesus. And Jesus knew what his purpose was. Oh, even in the Garden of Gethsemane. He said, oh, if, I, if there's any other way, God. Father, if there's any other way, uh, let this cup pass by me. But more than anything, I want to do your will. And he knew what he was supposed to do. What is your purpose today? What is your purpose? I want us to look at some others here in the Bible. Uh, before we do that, I'd like to be to tell you what I think my purpose is in life. My purpose in life has a little changed over the years. Uh, and when I was young, you're supposed to be growing and listening and learning. And still that. And still that spiritually. But I think God spoke to me and mine is to be. Uh, my, my purpose in life is to be this. Obedient. And I think it's yours too. To be obedient to God. To be obedient to His Word the best I can be. To be listening to God. Seeking His face and looking and seeing what He wants me to do next. Not looking to see what the world needs, but what God wants me to do. I think that's what we all ought to be doing is listening to God in different things in our life. We need to be listening to what God is trying to say to us in the events of life. And the things that happen around us, listening to God. To be faithful, He wants me to be. And I believe He wants you to be faithful too. Faithful to His work. Faithful to His house. Faithful to His Word. I believe that's what God wants me to be. I believe that's my purpose for life. I believe it's to be a little flexible. Strong in the Word and faithful in the Word and know what the Word says, but be flexible because things change and we don't know what tomorrow holds. And I need to be flexible. And I believe my purpose is to be a little flexible. Not flexible in what I believe. That don't change. But flexible in life. And how the curves that life throws you. This is another thing that I believe my purpose is, is to be there. I want to tell you, to be here. I believe God's purpose is for me to be here at this time and in, in this life right now is where God wants me to be and wants Kim to be. Is to be here and to be there where God wants you to be. You know, it's not the amazing things you do. It's just to be there. Where God, God's going to, if I'm obedient, if I'm faithful, and I'm listening to God, God's going to use me. He's going to use you. He's got a purpose. We'll see the purpose when we're looking for what He wants us to do in our life. I believe that. I believe that in a big way. We need to be there. I want us to look in the Bible, and I want us to look at the Bible. We won't know the little scripture there, but I think we know in His story. Is the first point I'd like to make is possibly a purpose in process. Possibly you are a purpose in process. I mean, you, you're, he's, uh, God is doing some things. He's processing uh, along in this and he's progressing along in this. And uh, you may be in process of being 
what God wants to be. And I think about this, and I think about David. David was a shepherd boy to start off with. This is what God wanted him to do. Hey, he was out there just being a shepherd boy. Just being a shepherd boy, tending to the sheep. He was learning something right there. God was teaching him something right there. In your life, something happened, good or bad, that God taught you something. And you know, David learned something being a shepherd. You remember what he wrote? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. You remember Psalm 23? He taught him some things out there being a shepherd. It was part of his purpose at that point in his time. As he gets a little older, or just as in the same time, he wanted him to be a giant killer. When nobody else, everybody else was fearful. His purpose was to kill a giant, to stand strong when nobody else was. In the name of the Lord, what he said, he said, you come, Goliath, you come with a sword, sword and you come with a shield, and you come with all this armor, and all I come is in the name of the Lord. David had a purpose. He became a warrior later. He became a real warrior and a leader. He became a king. Some of you are thinking, well, what about David and his sin? Was that God's purpose for him? Oh, no, it's not God's purpose for any of us to sin. But David did. He got out of the path of purpose. And he did his own thing for a little while and ruined families and hurt people because of his sin. But I'll tell you what another purpose of God's was. And it may be your purpose today. That He wants you to come back. He wants you to repent. He wants you to come back and realize that the only way you're going to make it in this is come back to God. And David knew that. i got to come back to God. i got to start over. i got to start with a clean slate. Lord, give me a new heart. Give me a clean heart. Give me my purpose back. I want to be with you. I want to walk with you. I want to do for you. I want to be your servant. I want to come back to you. Please take me back. David understood his purpose. He understood his purpose so much. I'd like to read this. and I thought about this a verse. You don't have to turn there. I just want to read this. It's in Acts 13, 36. You don't have to turn there because I'm going to just read it. And it says this. It kind of reminds me. I hope this is not my verse, but it, it, it talks about David. We could talk about this David. It says, Now when David had served God's purpose in his own generation, he fell asleep, he was buried with his ancestor, and his body decayed. Oh, that's a life story right there isn't it, for David. But that's us. That's us on this world that we're in. That's us. Said while we were here, we served God's purpose. We tried to obey God. And then, in all his generation, he did that. But then he fell asleep. He died. So while you're here, you've got a purpose. You've got a purpose. You've got a reason to be here. You have got a reason to be here. You've got a purpose. You need to know what it is. What is it? Maybe it is to just be faithful. Maybe it is this. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's 
possibly be a purpose of prayer. Maybe in your life, maybe you're the prayer warrior. Oh, maybe you'll never teach a lesson. Maybe you'll never you'll get up in front of people. Maybe you won't do like they can sing. Maybe your purpose is just to be a prayer warrior. And maybe you just don't even pray out loud. I, I, I'm, I'm not good to be in front of people, but you can be at home. You can ride down the road and you can pray for the pastor. You can pray for the deacon. You can pray for the Awanas. You can pray for the Sunday school teacher. You can pray for this church. You can pray for God's will. You can pray for that family that's going through struggle. You possibly, that's your purpose, is to be the prayer warrior. And I know some of them. And some of you are that one of your purposes in life. And you need to be that. You need to be faithful to that. And when God calls you to do that, do that. We're all prayer warriors, but some of them got a special purpose for that. Possibly it's a peacemaker. Possibly it's a peacemaker. I want to read uh, another scripture if you would. It's in John 14, 27, if you'd like to look there. You know, in the world and all this drama that we live in and all, it seems like drama going in in our families, in our churches, in our community. Oh, it's just some stuff going on all the time in our country. It's drama here, and, I, and we're so sick of watching the news and what's going on there. Maybe God has called you to be a peacemaker. Maybe that is your purpose, to be a peacemaker. Maybe your purpose is to be the encourager. Maybe that's what your purpose is. In John 14, 27, Jesus says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. I want to give you some peace. In the storm, I want to give you some peace. That's Jesus. That could also be you. You could be somebody's peace. You could be the reflection of Jesus in your life. You could be the peacemaker. You could be the calm in somebody else's storm. Just you being there. Are you encouraging words? How many times if somebody... I know some of y'all have been there. And you just happen to be at the right time. In the right place. And somebody just needed some comforting words, some encouraging words from you. Some of you have the purpose of being a peacemaker. And that's a blessing. And God has used you. Uh, it's not a blessing to stir up trouble. It's not your purpose to stir trouble up. Or to bring drama. Or to bring up another problem. Or a negative attitude or a negative thought. What is your purpose and could be your purpose is you being the peacemaker. You be the encouragement. You being no matter what they went through yesterday, you could be the peacemaker for them today. Matthew 5 9 says, Blessed are the peacemaker. For they shall be called the sons of God. The ones that make peace. Ones that that's your purpose to be the peace in the storm. 
They shall be called the sons of God. Or the children of God. Jesus was that. He was the calm in people's storms. Maybe you could be the peacemaker for your husband. Maybe you could be the peacemaker for your wife or your mother, your father, your friends, the church member. But I want to finish in this one, which I think is one of the most important, especially for this church here. Maybe your purpose is being the parent. The parent. I want to tell you what I'm excited when I see all these kids, whether it's on Saturday night or Juana's night or in the Sunday morning, all these kids making a little noise and rumbling around. And I know that bothers some of you, but it doesn't bother me because I know God's doing something. Maybe it's your purpose. And I know it's your purpose. If God gave you that responsibility to train them up in the way they should go, to encourage them, to love them, to instruct them, sometimes you might have to turn them all the way around to instruct them. Possibly it's being a parent. In this stage, in this season of life, is to be the parent. Whether they're grown or not, sometimes the parent needs to be the calm in the storm. Sometimes they need to be the encouragement. Sometimes, uh, as with grandparents and parents of adults, maybe they don't need our opinions all the time. They just need our support. Sometimes they need us out of the way and praying. Maybe your purpose is to be the parent, to be the prayer warrior for them, to be the peacemaker if needed, to be there for them. I want to tell you, it's a lot of responsibilities we see running around here that God has given you, whether you're a parent, a step-parent, whatever. You're there to be there encouragement. It is your purpose for this stage of life. God has put you there to be a strength for them, to be the stronghold, to be the refuge for them, to be the safe place. Yes, you will not agree with them all the time. You will be loud sometimes, but you always be loving, and you always be there for them. Because it's rough growing up now. Rougher than it's ever been before. I know that. Even though we talk about the, the good old days that really wasn't good when I was old, when I was young, we didn't have that. When I was young, we didn't have that. I'll tell you, when I was young, we didn't have some of the things they've got today. And I'm glad I didn't. There's a lot of temptations. There's a lot of evil out there. Whether it's in the family, or whether it's out of the family, or whether it's in the community that they see that I never saw. So it's rougher than it's ever been. Your purpose as a parent is to be strong. You need to be faithful to what God has given you. Faithful to Him. Be there for Him. Listening to how God leads you to lead these children. I think it's the important thing in life. The very important thing is to be what you are for them. The example I want you to look at your life now. Have you been the best example as a parent? Have you been the best example as a peacemaker? 
Have you been the good example in the process of purpose? Or maybe like David, I got off the path of purpose. And I need to come back. What is your purpose? Don't say you had not got Because God has got you a purpose. You may not be looking for it. But God has a purpose for you. And some of you say, you know what, I know what mine is. Sometimes I get off a little bit. But I know what God has for me. Some of them are encouragers. Some of them are going on mission trips. Some of them are going in the mission field. Some of them are doing more. Some of them are serving. Some of them are just going wide open, doing all these things. I see how God used. I see your purpose. Some of your purpose is to be the, the reflection of Jesus and the light of Jesus in the dark old world we live in. Some of you have found your purpose. And that purpose may change a little bit here and there. But you need to ask, we all need to ask the question, what is my purpose? God, I want you to use me. I want you to use me in the growth of your kingdom. I want to use you in my family. I want, I want you to use me in my relationships with others, in my workplace or the school, or wherever I'm at. I want you to use me. Today, I hope you're looking at yourself. I hope you're examining yourself and asking, what is my purpose? God's got one for you. He's got a plan. He's got a purpose for you. Do you know it? Be seeking Him. Be listening to Him. Be asking Him, what is your purpose? That's all I'll say. You can find more of David King's messages on the Clarkson Baptist Church Facebook page or YouTube channel.